and welcome to Doing Business Right, hosted by Dr. Brian Rea. This is a weekly conversation for business leaders and entrepreneurs who have an invested interest in doing business right. Here is your host, Dr. Brian Rea. Welcome and to this edition of Doing Business Right as part of Northwest Arkansas Business Radio X. My name is Dr. Brian Rea, and I'll be your host today. As an entrepreneur and small business owner in Northwest Arkansas, I want to help connect our business community together through collaboration and networking. Doing Business Right is a podcast aimed at helping new and established small business owners and those who may be thinking about entrepreneurship. We do this by sharing stories and insights from local business people to encourage strong and efficient small business growth. So before we get started with this really exciting episode, uh, just a couple of like announcements, right? I do have a, a really cool slate of upcoming guests, including uh, Jake Cooper from United Bank. Um, many of you know who Jake is, and so make sure you guys tune into that. I got you know clothing, and I got massage, and I got you know legal, and all types of stuff. So make sure that you're tuning into Doing Business Right to check out what we have going on here. Um, and lastly, thank you again for all the support for uh, my, my most recent book that just came out, The Essential Small Business Guide to Financial Management. It is on Amazon. Thank you for people who have left a review and get provided feedback. So greatly appreciated. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So today, I am super excited to have my friend and colleague, Bo Counts, from Pinpoint Bar. Hello. Welcome to the show, Bo. Hey, Brian, man. Thanks for having me on the show. I am super excited. I remember I, I, um, I saw you at uh, ArcFest. Uh, just a couple of weeks ago, and I was like, man, I just started my show, and you just have great energy, your personality. <laughs> um, I've worked with you over at Pinpoint. Oh, I've yeah. seen what you've been doing over there, and I just know that you are part of our NWA community, and this is an NWA kind of focused show, and I wanted to have you on here to share your insights, your well, thank knowledge, you. and just like he needed a break from all these like <laughs> lawyers and investment guys. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I just had some investment investment guys here last week, so <laughs> this is a complete change of contrast. And but that's what I love about the show is yeah. that I can bring different people on here, different perspectives. So anyway, um, many of you uh, know I've heard of Pinpoint of or know who Bo counts as. I, I've met so many people who are like, "Do you know Bo? Oh yeah, I know Bo. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, I know Bo. That yeah, guy. Yeah, that guy." It's, Usually, it's positive. positive. Okay, usually, most of the time, usually positive. We have a seventy percent success rate. On <laughs> Every my... once in a while, I'll get a like, oh yeah, yeah, that yeah, Bo. yeah, yeah, and we kind of move the conversation along. But uh, they yeah. must work for city council. <laughs> yeah. So, for the listeners who don't know who you are, why don't you just kind of give like a real brief background of kind of? Yeah, you. man, I'm a guy that's done a whole lot of stuff in a very short amount of time. You know, I've, I've worked in every industry you can think of. I was one of those guys that like right out of college went to, to do the quote unquote traditional desk job, the, the, what you thought you were supposed to do, mm -hmm. and then got so incredibly unsatisfied and unhappy that I turned all of my passions and hobbies into sort of weird little careers. And I have this extremely bad habit of saying, yeah, sure. To like a <laughs> lot of stuff and a lot of those things, you know, not everything pans out and is, yeah, is, yeah, is amazing, yeah. but a lot of those things like opened up new doors and became different avenues. I like, I worked in the film industry. I was a field producer for discovery channel for a long time. I have a TV show here in KNWA. I've got a, a, a radio show and podcast that did for 16 years. I own a local business now. Like I'm on the board for the downtown Fayetteville coalition. You know, I've started an arts nonprofit a long time ago called our amiss. Like I've just been doing events and I've been doing just yeah. community work. And it's, it's one of those things. I love Northwest Arkansas so much that I, you know, 
I want to make this place the place that I want to be forever. Mm. And, and I realized that, that you can't always just wait around for someone else to make that for you. Mm -hmm. And it takes people like me and like other people that I know that, and there's very few of us to go, man, you know, what would be cool? This, you know, what needs to happen? Us doing it. Because a lot of times your average Joe that may even be listening to this podcast, they may have an amazing idea. They, mm -hmm. or they may go, man, you know what we need? We need a, this, we need a, oh, you know what would be cool? This. And, and then that's the end of that thought process. Yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. But if you want it bad enough, you kind of got to do it. And that's one of the things that I never stop doing day in, day out is try to empower people to, to, and then I know this sounds like you'd write it on a piece of driftwood <laughs> in Hobby Lobby, but like follow your dreams, you know, and, and just, just do it. Yeah. Just, just, just figure it out. And like, I, you know, I love that. And when I was, when I taught and I had that same approach, just do it. Yeah. Just, you know, like. Shea LaBeouf was right the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> And, and I think, you know, but there, but again, I've, I have other episodes and we talked about mindset and we talk about, you know, like, you know, overcoming those challenges and like, well, what if, then what if I fail? And what if it doesn't work? What if you great, you <laughs> learn. Exactly. And like, that's like, I heard this great quote. It was like, you know, uh, failure is not the opposite of success. Failure is part of it's a of part of success. success. I was having a really interesting conversation with someone about like modern corporate America mm -hmm. and how so many people right now in the quote unquote traditional modern idea of corporate America are so afraid of failure that they set themselves up for mediocrity and like not accomplishing anything and, and often setting up roadblocks for progress because they're afraid of failing. They're mm -hmm. afraid of being the one responsible for something that didn't take off and amazing projects don't happen because everyone's too afraid of like, well, if it go, I might get fired or yeah. someone might get mad at me. <laughs> I might lose the Thompson account, like whatever, you know, but what if you, what if you but crush it? Exactly. What if mm -hmm. think the other side, what if it was a total success? What if it, you know, revolutionized and, you know, to totally changed the direct direction? Well, and everybody's right now, I think, in the world of business is so afraid of blame, you know, and I think blame is in, in any operation, be it a small business or a corporation, is shared. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it, everybody, you know, in this, in, in any industry wants the fall guy because, oh, nobody wants to get in trouble. But, you know, I think we should all start taking more responsibility for large decisions. It's like, look, man, this idea didn't work out. You know, we all, we all came together on this pro project yeah. and maybe some problems happened. Let's get them on the next one. Not like, uh, well, it was Scotty Thompson in accounting. <laughs> And, you know, fire that guy. Everybody else is is free from blame. And and I think that that's kind of a problem with 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 progress these days, mm -hmm. you know, and, and, it, and it inhibits sort of creative, you know, ideas to come to the forefront. That's why, you know, tech startups are such an interesting realm mm. of entrepreneurship right now is because it's generally people that aren't afraid of failing because they are not accountable to anybody. They're just like, let's get this idea off the ground, you know, and, <laughs> and they're trying. And, and so that that's where everybody's focused on is 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 the one place that has kind of unbridled creativity, Yeah, you know, Anyway. Yeah, exactly. And so 
Uh, so let's let's put it in context of here the NWA. Yeah. Because how long have you been in the NWA? Jeez, I've been in and out of NWA since the '90s. Like when I was a kid, we moved here, and like I said, I, I you know I graduated high school here. I moved here as a teenager, and then went to college at the University of Arkansas. And um, after that, you know, with with my stint in the film industry, mm-hmm. I got to see a lot of the the United States. You know, I got to travel a bunch and see a lot of places. You know, and I, I was still kind of home based here, but in the in the film world, you you go where the work is. Exactly. You know, mm-hmm. and you, you, that maybe one month that may be to a weekend, you know, you don't, you don't know, but Fayetteville was kind of always my home base. And I still had all my side projects that I was doing mm-hmm. here, but the more that I would leave Northwest Arkansas and visit these other markets, you know, I never try to travel as a tourist because I feel like tourist glasses, you always seeing things through your own vacation and everything is amazing when you're on vacation. You know, Mm. you could be having the most disgusting glass of (laughs) uh, gut rut wine on the coast of Italy, but you're on the coast of of Italy Italy. and that is the most delicious glass of wine you've ever had in your life, (laughs) you know, and, and perspective is everything. And so when you go to like New York city and you're like, Oh my gosh, the lights, the sounds, the smells, everything's amazing. Well, yeah, for that week, Weekend, but you know, if you lived there, you're like, whatever. Yeah, it's not yeah everything. <laughs> and so I took that mentality to every place that I went. And when I would come back to Fayetteville and I go, but if I lived here and the answer all the time was like, it's cool. And, and, and so that was what kind of inspired me to plant even deeper roots and kind of open up my brick and mortar business and get more invested in Northwest Arkansas. Yeah, exactly. And, and what I think is interesting because you sent you You've been here since the 90s. Mm-hmm. You have seen the transformation of the NWA. Boy, have I. Like, you know, I, I, I'm only been here for just over a year. Oh, oh my uh, gosh. You know, so, You're just a newborn yeah, infant. I know. And so I, I talk to these older people, and they're like, man, I remember when Rogers was this, and I remember when blah, blah, was this. Yeah. And, and, and so kind of, you know, there's some insights of some, some things that you have seen as far as good or even, you know, honestly, it is good and bad. You know, yeah. we, we, we really missed the something that not a lot of people know about Northwest Arkansas is there was a big initiative to try and bring light rail on our existing uh, Arkansas, Missouri Railroad, which is just completely perfectly ripe for it. Mm-hmm. And it wouldn't have cost that much. But at the time, it seemed like a lot of money for not a lot of use. And now we've kind of missed the boat on it. Now it'd be way too expensive to try and, and do that. Yeah. They did bar- parking. They did a uh, transit studies back in like 2002, 2003 uh-huh. on this. And mm-hmm. they're like, uh, who on earth would use this train? You know, and like fast forward <laughs> 20 years, we're like everybody like, in Northwest Arkansas yes. would use this train. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and, and it's, we've seen a lot of like interesting missteps, you know, once upon a time they wanted to build a bypass to the bypass, but that's, that's when they decided to add, you know, the extra lanes and mm-hmm. those lanes have only been there for a few years. But you see all this rapid growth. And the interesting thing about Northwest Arkansas that I don't think a lot of people talk about is it's one of the only metropolitan areas in the United States that can't decide what our nucleus is. You know, like Dallas is, is, is Dallas, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. You know, and then when they, Fort Worth got so big, they just said, you know what, we're Dallas, Fort Worth, you know, and they have two nuclei and, you know, Chicago is Chicago, Houston is Houston, Austin is Austin, Nashville is Nashville. Here we're Northwest Arkansas because we can't find that yeah. nucleus and strong and healthy metropolitan areas are built around a center because everyone's equidistant to that center. Mm-hmm. And here we're on a corridor, which is pretty rare mm-hmm. for 
uh, a metropolitan area to be in a straight line because that means the people that are in Bella Vista are so far away from the people at West Fork that they're never going to intersect, Mm -hmm. you know? And so it makes our growth model really, really odd Mm -hmm. because you look at a, a metropolitan area like Memphis, for example, Mm-hmm. Memphis isn't the greatest place on earth. It's littered with its own problems, but it's in a circle, mm-hmm. you know, and, and you can get around it. You just do a lap, you know, same with Dallas. It's in a big, huge yep. circle, multiple circles, multiple <laughs> circles, uh, and no left turns ever. Oh my God. But, but the, 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 the growth model is, is in Northwest Arkansas is so unique. And I think that that was kind of one of the reasons that we haven't gotten even bigger is mm-hmm. because we are so spread out and you've got, you've got places like Fayetteville that are, you know, trying to be like, Oh, we're the cool cultural arts relevant place where the, where the youthfulness of Northwest Arkansas, the university is here, come live here, come live here. And then you've got Bentonville, which is like, well, uh, fortune one dude, like come work here. <laughs> we have all the money. And, yeah. but there was always this tug of war between like, well, we've got all the money and we've got all the heart, you know, and, 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 and now, you know, you fast forward 20 something years and you see Rogers is really the one winning yeah, because they're they the are. one in the middle, exactly. you know, and, and it's, mm-hmm. it's like baking cinnamon rolls. You know, you don't just stick them all in one pan, like five inches from each other. You put one in the center and you put them around in a nine inch baking pan. And guess what? They all lean against that middle one and they all rise. Mm-hmm. And like, I think when Northwest Arkansas really figures that out, we're going to be unstoppable. But I think that there's still too much of a tug of war between like us and them mentality mm-hmm. because, oh, we're Springdale and our downtown rules. Oh, we're Rogers and our downtown rules. We're Fayetteville and our downtown rules. And our Bentonville and we're yeah, the best. Yeah. And I think that, you know, when we, when we start to work together as one community mm-hmm. instead of four, we're going to see some really amazing things in the future. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's like just a great insight, especially for someone who's been here for a while, who's mm-hmm. seen it grow and, you know, and it's traveled as well. Oh, I yeah. think that's like a huge part of like, I know with my travels around the world and I, you get so much perspective and you're like, Oh, I like that idea. Oh, no, I like this. This but, didn't work. Uh, yeah. You know, you know. And, and, and then you bring it home and mm-hmm. with that, with that mindset of going, Hmm, how can how? we make this work here? Yes. That's and, unique to hear. Well, and, and, and that's something, you know, um, I don't know if I've already mentioned this, but I'm on the on the board of the Downtown Fayetteville Coalition here. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like our downtown association. And, and I represent the voice of bars and restaurants downtown. And we're right now uh, working with a consulting firm, uh, an out-of-town consulting firm. And, and, and so far, they've been really great. But one of the interesting things that when we were in one of our focus group meetings that, that I brought to their attention, and, and, and they'd never really thought about it, which it was Northwest Arkansas is so unique in a lot of ways, both good and bad. We have, we have some uh, blessings that are not afforded to a lot of places in our position, and we also have some sort of like curses that are on us that, that don't normally come with metro areas. And, and, it, and a lot of it, unfortunately, comes with Walmart and Tyson. Mm-hmm. You know, Walmart and Tyson are two of the biggest companies on the planet, mm-hmm. like planet Earth, mm-hmm. right? And, and, and while that brings some amazing wealth and amazing opportunity and amazing resources at our, our disposal, 
What it also brings is zero economic competition and zero ideological competition mm-hmm. and, 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 and just zero sort of um, just hybrid thoughts of different people from different backgrounds coming together to make decisions that affect, you know, you go to Dallas, you go to Chicago, and there's how many companies, how many big companies yes, exactly. based there? And so, you know, like... Uh, uh, What's a, let's just name a, a company. Howard Jones. You've got an office upstairs. We just walk, we'll walk past it. Howard Jones's home office is headquartered in uh, who cares, Wisconsin, whatever. I don't know. But they don't get to go to their town and go, well, we said this and that's what goes. You know, they have mm-hmm. to answer to all the other, the other uh, companies, other companies that are there. Yeah. We don't have that here. So, you know, while, yes, we have access to like – infinite luxury like you know i saw one of the the craft work which is one of the most prolific electronic bands to ever happen in the history mm-hmm. of music for 30 dollars next to an abandoned cheese factory that shouldn't <laughs> have happened but it did here and that's amazing mm-hmm. but what also shouldn't happen is you know everything has the last name of one family on it and if you want to build let's say a costco or a kroger or a you know a, any other company competing business good luck you want to build a harps here well guess what you're getting a neighborhood market across the street you know and 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 there are those weird things that happen Mm -hmm. in our economy here that that while it makes us healthy it also stunts our growth Mm -hmm. and i think more people need to be having those conversations because not all of our small businesses can rely on those two entities, because at a certain point that well runneth dry, Yes, you know, and I'm already starting to talk to nonprofits and small businesses that are starting that relied on, you know, the generosity of these two amazing companies that have gifted us so much. Mm -hmm. But when there are more and more mouths to feed, you know, even trillionaires can't do it all. And so where, where does that put the responsibility on us as, as business owners and community members to sort of rise up and continue to build the fabric with our own two hands and when it's hard and when we can't afford it and when we need to take out debt and, you know, when we might fail, Mm -hmm. you know, and take that risk. Um, We're not used to that yet as a, as a community. So, yeah. And so let's kind of like, let's, let's go to like, to that entrepreneur, to that person thinking about you know, the small business. Cause now you've kind of mentioned, I was like, so what can us little people quote yeah. do? Well, you know, and that's, that's something that I'm super passionate about because people ask me all the time. They say, you know, Bo, you seem like such a goofy guy. You seem like such a cut up in, in the life of the party. But, at the, but then there's this other side of you mm-hmm. that comes out with these facts and these figures and this, these, this knowledge of, of yeah. like what's going on in city council and, you know, all, and, and they go, how do you know all this stuff? And I go, well, it's because I pay attention. It's because I'm active and I care and I dig, you know, and all of the information is out there. If you're willing to get it, it doesn't mm-hmm. show up in your Facebook feed. Like yeah. if you're, if you're getting all your news from what's wrong, Fayetteville, a, you're already six months late to the party <laughs> because by the time it shows up on one of those things, it's too late to stop it. Mm-hmm. You know, but you can go to the the city of Fayetteville website, the city of Rogers website, the city of Bentonville's website. You can find all of their minutes to every city council meeting. You can know what development's coming on. You can be present. I, heck, I personally like stopped a development, um, you know, of, 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 a, of a place here in town that I'm not going to name, but I also helped save Lewis Park. 
which was a, was going to turn into student housing condos. And uh, a, a gentleman by the name of Will Dockery, who was an amazing guy, got a bunch of people together. And, you know, um, I, he, I, he give, I give him all credit for, for leading that charge. But, um, but, but I went into city council multiple times and made the case. It's like, you can't take away green space and then expect to get it back when you make that mistake of, oops, we need more green space. Like you think you take Central Park in New York. Mm-hmm. If they turn that into buildings, they'd never turn it back into a park. And, yeah. they, and that is the shining jewel yeah. of New York City. And, you know, with our rapid growth, sometimes, you know, the people in city council, they're just people. You know, I, I don't have any ill will to because they're just people trying to make decisions. And when they don't have that input from people like you, people like me, people like the the lady that runs the clothing store down the street that mm-hmm. thinks she's too busy to even make a difference, show up on a Tuesday. You know, be present and let your voice be heard. You know, don't just click on a comment on Facebook. You have to be active and you have to, you know, this is a town or a community, wherever it is you live that you spend your whole life in like every day, you know, when, you know, they say like, um, you spend so much of your time sleeping, so you should buy a good mattress. Yeah. You know, the same applies to your city. Like you're going to live in the city every day of your life until you move. So why not invest a little bit more effort into making that city something awesome? And it requires like on a Tuesday at five, go into a city council meeting. Mm. If it has an agenda item you care about, it means going and donating your time to a local charity that's trying to do something going and volunteering some time at say Faultoberfest when they say we need volunteers, mm. you know, going, it's, it's those little things that enough people in your community come out and show out, then you're going to make waves. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm like, I am so inspired right now, Bo. I, I oh, think, I, I, well, cause I think like that message is so important cause I think so many people are like, well, especially like the entrepreneur, small business person. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, I'm just trying to sell my thing. I'm trying to get my product, trying to get my business off the ground, which is that it's part of it. Yeah. But it was like, but if you really want to like get noticed and really, you know, get involved for like the decisions of your community, which could affect your business. It 100% right? affects it totally your affects business. your business, you know, yeah. and, and we'll talk more about that kind of like when we get into talking about the pinpoint, mm-hmm. but I was like, then get involved. Get involved. Right. Get, you know, let people know who you are. Let people know, you know, that you, you care about that community and, and that you're invested into that community. And, and oddly enough, they will buy whatever you're, you know, and I don't want that to sound like crooked. They will buy whatever <laughs> you're selling as long as it's good products. But, you know, yeah. if, if if the difference is between like, you know, and I'm going to, I'm going to unfortunately throw a, a well, we'll, 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 we'll not use business names. <laughs> um, you're going to go get a beer and a burger from corporate entity A or you're going to go get a beer and a burger from this place that you know that the owner is active in his community, is volunteering his time, and is you know paying his employees well and and doing cool things in the community, even if that co- corporate burger and beer A is is a couple bucks more, you're probably going to have something inside of you that says I should go support this one. Yes, you know, and that's the whole support local movement. Mm-hmm. Is is it comes from that like. Your dollar stays in your community longer exactly. when you spend it locally. And there is data to back that up. It, it's, it's, it's not hard science to know that if you spend $20 at a local business, that $20 stays in your community way longer than if you go spend that $20, you know, on Amazon, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and 
and, and I know that we live in harder economic times right now. Things are more expensive. You know, we're in a, a period of inflation and all that stuff is hard. But they're like, oh, well, it's a dollar cheaper on Amazon. And it's like, oh, you know, this grocery store is $2. Well, I know you're going to go spend that $2 on a latte at, at Starbucks that was $15. <laughs> so don't tell me this, you yeah. know. Mm-hmm. It's convenience when it comes down to yeah, it. Yeah, Exactly. And if you care about your community, you know, enough, then that inconvenience is no longer as inconvenient. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. And I think it's not exactly, it's not inconvenient because you're understanding that you are being. You're investing. You're, you're investing that and mm-hmm. you're being part of that. And and a lot of times you just feel better about it. You're like, wow, I supported a friend. I supported. Yeah. Them. And that's what I love about networking. And I love seeing people. And I, when I that see, burger will fill your stomach and your soul. Exa- exactly. Yeah. And so let's kind of transition um, to kind of uh, to pinpoint because it's talking yeah. about local type of stuff. Um, well, another reason I wanted to have you on my show is because it's October. It is October. It's, and I know it's one of your favorite months of the year. Oh, oh my gosh. It's <laughs> got uh, see how, see the listeners? sultry darkness exactly. coming forth. It's, it's here. It's Nightmare here. on Block Street, man. Yeah, so let's talk about Nightmare on Block Street. Oh, what man. is Nightmare on Block Street? It is my favorite time of the year. It is, it is a month-long completely immersive experience right mm-hmm. and and it's in everything you know we transform pinpoint for the entire month of october to be that place that you saw in the movies growing up then you're like i want to go to that place on halloween like everybody you know everybody's having everything's decorated everything you taste everything you smell everything you see mm-hmm. is like themed right and you know i i kind of i i try not to twitch when people say it but they go <laughs> i love your decorations like the word decoration <laughs> is this is these are not decorations yeah, this folks is- this is an immersive experience because Mm-hmm. You know, where it's like, oh, it's a Halloween themed bar. No, there are 12 different themes within this That's bar, amazing. right? So we build vignettes. So every different, every place you sit is a different theme and a different experience. And, you know, anything from uh, a Jurassic Park to having raptors coming out of, you know, bushes while you're at the table. And then, you know, the exorcist, you're sitting there and, and Reagan's head's twirling above your table and you're in her in her uh, bedroom. You, you can you can sit in, in the couch in a mummy's tomb. And, you know, every time you go you can kind of experience something different mm-hmm. depending where you're sitting and you got cocktails and blood bags and in cauldrons and that light up and have fangs in them and it's just it's just an expression and it's unlike almost anything in the country so we've been told and and you know in my travels mm-hmm. i've gone around you know and i go to tales of the cocktail every year which is a big national uh, cocktail conference in, in new orleans and i'm always looking for somebody that's doing what we're doing so that I can try and be better, but there never is. And and so going back to that original thought of like, well, what if I fail? I'm doing something new. I don't have anything to base this off of. Well, look, I did it. You know, I did something that no one was doing. And so mm-hmm. the, I remember one of the first people I told years ago when I just started to do Nightmare on Block Street for a whole month, they're like, a month long Halloween bar? Who's going to do, who's going to care about that? You know, and here we are and like doing it for a month, even now considering stretching it into September because they're just people have just really really enjoyed it. Love it, yeah. yeah. It's it's an it's an amazing experience. Thank right? you. And it's, it's 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 so unique and it's and it's so cool. It's right here, in, right here in Northwest Arkansas. Right, 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 right. I've had people from Universal Studios come that came in and we're like, oh, we're in town. We stopped by this and wow, you know, they do Halloween Horror Nights. And he's like, man, you know, we have teams of uh, like forty or fifty people, budgets of millions, and 
to scale it, you guys are making us look bad. Like this is <laughs> this is incredible, and you know we're real proud of that's that. A, that's awesome. What an accomplishment! What you know? What a huge pat on the back that people are coming, and and that's great because people do visit. You know how? Yeah. How many people come just like just um, for Nightmare on Block Street? Um, and it's honestly a blessing and a curse. Yeah. You know because <laughs> Pinpoint is open the rest of the year. Okay, uh, ladies and gentlemen at home, um, we are open every single day except Monday all year round, and a lot of people only come during our Christmas and our Halloween. You know, we, we also do Christmas really big. Um, and, and, and it's kind of a bummer because, you know, you do something so big and so unique, but you also set a bar and an expectation for yeah. your customer. So, uh, you know, it's, it's, it is a blessing and a curse because we get so many people, but then we're also like, come see us in January and February and March. <laughs> and, you know, yeah. And again, that's like, that's uh, like the entrepreneurial journey, right? Like it's yeah. hard to, you know, keep that energy and, you know, keep How do you sustain? fresh. How do you, you know, cause that's, that's obviously so hard to be sustaining. And so that's why I'm so appreciative that you come here in October. Oh in yeah. One of your well, it, it's <laughs> convenient that your uh, studio is just a block away. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Literally walking distance. Like, and I was like, Hey, just. It's a two-minute walk, if that, you know, to come on up here and, and share it. So uh, before we kind of uh, wrap this things up, so I just want to, like, back to, like, this whole Nightmare Block Street. What is some of your, you know, favorite most, pr- like, about Pinpoint right now that you got, like, if you were to say. That we're just super proud of. Um, you got to go check. Like, this Well, is one of so the things cool. that is super unique, you know, Pinpoint is is a, is a, a cocktail bar first. Mm-hmm. And then we have uh, pinballs. You know, we have vintage pinballs. But we're not a barcade. You know, I don't like that word barcade mm-hmm. because barcade generally gives you the connotations of, like, there's video games. And there's going to be all this, like, memorabilia. And people be like, remember Macho Man, Randy Savage? Remember Slimer? You remember Ghostbuster? You know. <laughs> and, like, we don't do that. This is very yeah much an adult environment you know mm-hmm. um you don't have to give a crap about pinball at all to have an amazing time exactly. at pinpoint but going to the pinball uh, uh point in nightmare on block street all of our pinball games are also halloween games it is yeah. one of the most impressive collections mm-hmm. of spooky themed pin we have almost all of the good ones ever manufactured mm-hmm. and it's a whole line so every like i said when i when i said everything that you see and touch is halloween i'm not kidding even our pinballs you know those things are 450 pounds they're hard to move and we gut <laughs> the whole place and only bring in spooky games that we've been having in our like secret stock and you know uh tying it all back to you know something that i'm proud of uh about pinpoint and what you were talking about with community driven business is you know a lot of our success uh i attribute to all of the seeds that i planted in this community you know because we are in a 107 year old basement with a single door a very small red door on Mm -hmm. block street that most people can't find you can't see in (laughs) even if you look in the door you can't see in because it's a staircase straight down and it is very much a leap of faith to go into my establishment Mm -hmm. but on day one you know it was everybody was like we got to go see what Bo did. We got to go see Bo's place, you know, because Bo has always been at our places. Bo has always done these cool things in exactly. the community. We exactly. got to go see what he's doing. And and I think that that's what helped us survive the pandemic. It's what helped us like build Pinpoint as a business. It's what helped Nightmare on Block Street get off the ground is that, you know, investment I make into the community every day that, that comes back in other ways. Yeah, and there you have it. And again, it's not just about him going, I have this great dream and it's me, 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 and I'm going to have this great thing. It was all the time and years and relationships that you built 
that help build that thing. Like, you know what? What can I make for this community? That's great. Yeah. To yeah. make our community better. Yeah. Right. That we've all invested in and that we're all part of this together. I, I just like, what an awesome little chat here. And I know we're about to kind of wrap things up and then, um, I just think it's, you know, if you have not been to Pinpoint, and I know some people, I've always mentioned it when I'm over out, I'm like, you got to go check out Pinpoint. Go you, check it you out. You got to go check this place out. And I say this year round. Yeah. I say this year round. All the time. You know, even like in March and April, like because um, you have seasonal cocktails and they change and they evolve and you're know, always experimenting with things. And it's an, an incredible selection over there of, of cocktails. And it's an incredible selection of game and just a great place to, to chill. So um, I, I'm about to give. Uh, to Adam here, and he's about to give us kind of like an update of what's happening in Northwest Arkansas Business Radio X. So, Adam, let's give it to you. Good morning, Brian. Your your conversation this morning is just amazing. I was hoping you guys would keep going for another hour or so. We could <laughs> well, just get off the mic and we will. <laughs> right, right, right. I'm telling you, it's great, great stuff. Um, and it echoes exactly what was going on in the studio before you guys arrived. We had uh, we had Alyssa Surratt from Whimsically Wakely. Uh, she has a boutique with a big following, and we were me and her and and our co owner April. We were all sitting here talking about how we could, instead of doing small things individually, do greater things by the might of who we are as as organizations within Northwest Arkansas. And so there must be something in the air this morning because you guys didn't know what we talked about, but that's all these halls have heard this morning. And so Mm. I feel like there's a greater call for all of Northwest Arkansas, especially our, our listening audience in Northwest Arkansas Business Radio, to begin to not only look inward, but look outward and see how you can make a difference for key organizations in this area. Maybe it's time to partner your organization with another. I know we're doing that through a podcast that we call Hometown Heroes. That's going to be hosted by our good friend Alyssa Surratt. It's going to kick off here in just a couple of weeks. But that entire fundraiser is going, or that entire podcast is going to be the fundraising arm of our station. And we're going to get to go out and make a difference. And the whole mission behind Hometown Heroes is to literally activate all of the hometown heroes that we have to come work together and make a huge difference on behalf of those less fortunate men, women, children, the whole deal. I know we're looking at doing a great fundraiser uh, for the call of Northwest Arkansas. What 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 really matters is your conversation, uh, Brian, with you and Bo. So I'm going to go ahead and let you guys get it back into it and uh, just keep talking as long as you want. <laughs> all right. Right on. All right. Thank you, Adam. So, um, before we kind of wrap up here, bro, yeah. Um, how can our listeners find you and get, pinpoint and, and get and involved? Get connected and get yeah, connected? there's a lot of ways. I mean, you know, social media is is one of the the best and worst things to ever happen to humanity, um, but it does still has some viable mm-hmm. uses. You know, I mean, it is how we communicate these days. Uh, you can find Pinpoint on any of your social media. Uh, just search for Pinpoint Fayetteville. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. You know, all that jazz. Uh, same with Nightmare on Block Street. Or on Instagram or on Facebook, you can visit pinpointfayetteville.com. Uh, you can visit nightmareonblockstreet.com. But going back to that getting involved part, you know, I, like I said, I'm a member of the DFC. I'm on the board. Um, and it, it's, it's a fairly new organization. And you can go to downtownfay.org and you can check out, like, when you if you if you have that itch after li- listening to the show mm-hmm. and you go, oh, I want to know more. I want to be involved. Yes. Go check that out. You know, downtown Fay. You can, you can find out. Uh, you can subscribe to our mailing list and find out what's going on downtown so you can be that guy. 
that person that people ask, they go, how do you know all these things? You know, because we let you know, you just have to uh, find that information. So downtownfay.org. Um, you, you know, we also have an Instagram for that. Uh, I'm Bo, my name is Bo Counts. There's only like two of me in <laughs> North America. So you can just Google that and I'm relatively easy to find. Um, and, you know, none of my profiles are private. So just, just find me. I'm there. Reach out. If you got an idea, let's talk about it. If you got something you want to do, like, like we said at the very beginning of this show, I've got a really bad habit of being like, yeah, sure. So, yeah. and, and, and you, you also have your own podcast. You have oh, I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, the drive-in speaker box, man, I've been doing, I've been podcasting for, oh my God, almost like 16 years. Um, back before podcasting was a word. Mm-hmm. I remember when I was trying to sell and people go, oh, you mean like radio stations that you download? What's a, what's an MP3? That's how long I've been doing this. But, uh, the drive-in speaker box is, is a show that celebrates film, you know, mm-hmm. um, because I used to work in the film industry. I'm a lifelong film lover. Uh, and if you haven't noticed from this podcast, I'm a natural critic and we, <laughs> you know, we've been doing this for, for a really long time. I've had several co-hosts, but my co-host now, he's been with me for several years, and it started as kind of a newspaper article. I was writing some movie reviews for a local newspaper that doesn't even exist anymore, and then it turned into a college radio show, you know, and then it turned into a regular radio show, then it turned into a podcast, then it turned into a Periscope feed, which is a dead technology, then it turned into a live stream, and then then uh, I stopped doing podcasting for a while because no one like knew what it was, and then I was like, well, I'm going back to radio, and then uh, everybody's like, "Oh, well, radio's dead." And I'm like, "Oops, that's one of those I made I made a fail decision." Like, you know, but we kept going, and now we're you know we 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 stream the show live. We've been doing it so long that it's just a live show now, and it's uh, on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch simulcast every Monday night at eight o'clock, and then you know live from our studio, so we have lighting and sets and all yeah, this stuff, awesome. and then uh, we push the audio out as a podcast wherever it is you download podcasts. Well, that is awesome. So again. If you can't find Bo, then uh, then you're not looking very <laughs> you're hard. You're not looking very hard because he's because yeah. you know, he's everywhere. Pinpoints everywhere. His brand is everywhere. You know, this is awesome. So I love to end my episodes of Doing Business Right with a final thought from the guest. And we, gosh, just so many nuggets, so many things to think about. Yeah. So today, here today, right? What is Bo Count's final thought about doing business right? I mean, you know, doing business right is a is a, is a very big phrase. It's mm-hmm. just three words, but it's big, you know, and, and to me, you know, especially right now when I'm looking around at a lot of businesses that are, that are, that are going out of business, that are getting pushed out of their, their leases by, you know, let's just go ahead and call them predatory landlords, you know, and, and, and we're, we're seeing people struggling to keep jobs and keep staff like doing business right goes back to what we've been saying this whole time is like be you know, you ever seen, let, let's do a little drive-in speaker box tie-in. You ever seen Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure? One of my favorites. Be excellent to each other and party on, dudes. Like, that is the secret sauce, man. <laughs> you just be excellent to everybody. Don't try and stab everybody in the back. Don't try and wheel and deal constantly because those are bridges waiting to be burned. You know, you make partnerships in a community. You know, you, 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 you build relationships. You don't try and go, well, man, they didn't, they didn't ask for anything cheaper. So I didn't offer them a deal. So (laughs) I done screwed them over, man. Like, don't do that. Like, that's how you erode communities. 
like here on block street with pinpoint, you know, if like my neighbors at vault the other day, they said, Oh man, we're out of ORA cups. Do you have some? I said, yeah, sure. My friends at Atlas down the street, which, you know, is an amazing restaurant. They're like, Oh, we're out of bamboo cocktail picks. We know you use some, can I borrow a bag? And I'm like, yeah, sure. I'll, I'll run them right down to you. You know? And then, uh, my friend Curtis at cheers who right here on the, mm-hmm. the old post office yeah. during nightmare on block street, rerun out of ice. And I go, Hey buddy, can I back up to your loading dock and get a cooler full of ice? And he's like, yeah, sure. Sure. Not like it's going to be 20 bucks, man. You know, and, 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 and that is the thing. Build your community, invest in your community, do business right means to me is see humanity, respect that we're all in this together and treat each other like equals. Awesome. Amazing. Right. Thank you. Uh, gosh, I'm like, I'm saying, I hope our listeners have really just listened to that and really take it to heart and like, you know, and he, Cause you can just hear your passion. You can oh, hear, you can hear, and like you can feel the passion. And I hope you when they listen to this episode, they're like, "Man," because it's true. And I can see it in your eyes, and I can see it in your face that this is something that's very special to us and our community. And even though I'm like a newbie here, uh, you know, I have I've grown to really love this community. Well, and, and you're investing in your community right now just by doing this podcast. Mm-hmm. You know, and you're fresh, and that's 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 what we need more of, man. Yeah. So, so so congrats to you, man. <laughs> thank thank you, you for doing this. I appreciate it. So. Uh, thank you so much. That means a lot to me, Bo. Um, yeah. So let's just close this out. Just an amazing conversation. Thank you for all the listeners taking the time to listen to Doing Business Right. And I hope you found the insights in this conversation valuable on imp- implementing just good business practices for generating and innovative ideas to foster the development and growth of your enterprise. If if you have uh, want further knowledge on effective business practices as well as seeing my other episodes, please visit my website, dbrbookkeeping.com. Stay updated with the latest tips and news by liking and following us on social media, on LinkedIn, and all the places you can find DBR Bookkeeping. If you're interested in getting involved, right, Bo has some information, Adam has some information, you know, I have some information, just reach out and get involved. We want to help promote our venture all together. Our podcast is growing. Our community is growing. And it's an excellent platform to connect with fellow entrepreneurs here in in Northwest Arkansas. So I am your host, Dr. Brian Rea, and I wish all entrepreneurs and business owners the utmost success by doing business right. Thank you for listening to Doing Business Right. For more information about Doing Business Right with Dr. Brian Rea, visit our website at dbrbookkeeping.com. Thank you.